Hello, everyone. Welcome to the California Association of Tactical Officers podcast, where we discuss a variety of SWAT-related topics. We believe tactics are a science, and the art is in how we apply those tactics. My name is Marcus Sprague. And I'm Brent Stratton. In this episode of the Cato podcast, I happened to be in San Diego and invited myself to the O2X headquarters. There I sat down with John Varga to discuss how this human performance company is leveraging the latest science and technology to enhance human performance for first responders throughout the country. All too often, our programs are unevenly focused either on mental well-being or physical well-being. The team at O2X leverages a scientific, holistic approach to address the specific issues facing tactical populations, including the high risk of injury, elevated cancer and cardiac health risks, and behavioral health issues. While originally designed to meet the unique demands for tactical athletes, their science-backed methodology has been successful with Olympic and collegiate athletes, professional sports organizations, and several of those top-tier organizations that we all care so much about. Now, fair warning, John was a fireman, but I still liked him. So we had a few uh, jokes about fire and police, obviously. But in the end, uh, John is uh, very educated and very open about some of the problems that we all face that we don't like to talk about and how this program and its integrated approach can really enhance the performance of your team, not just professionally, but personally as well. And I would like to take a moment to thank two Cato Gold sponsors for supporting the work that Cato does throughout California. Thank you to NAG Industries and Aardvark Tactical. NAG Industries is a premier provider for a variety of government sales products like Vortex Optics, Garmin, Streamlight, and many other brands. From breaching tools and training to the latest in pickleball gear, there's a good chance NAG Industry carries it. Check them out at nagindustries.com. I would also like to thank Aardvark Tactical, who's been a steadfast supporter for many years. While Aardvark is famous for their signature Project 7 scalable plate carrier system, Sejin Robot, Low-Key Drone, and Kinetic Breaching Tool, they also offer customized integrated solutions to meet a wide variety of supply needs, such as complete crowd control kits, IED detection, less lethal, and many others. To learn more, check out aardvarktactical.com. Uh, John, thanks for thanks for uh, sitting down with me here. I happen to be in San Diego for Cato, and I asked if I could come over and uh, talk to John. And uh, we've talked a few times uh, over the years, and our circles kind of meet off and on. And I keep hearing about the work you guys are doing, and uh, I thought it would be important to uh, share kind of what you guys are doing and then what you've learned uh, with folks that are listening. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Marcus, for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure for a firefighter to be on this podcast uh, specifically. So uh, so my career background, I was a firefighter in Arizona. I worked for the city of Chandler Fire Department for 20 years. I retired from Chandler in 2017, I had moved to San Diego in 2016 and commuted back and forth my last year and then um, retired uh, 2017, like I said. And, and then at that point, uh, we can go into it a little bit later, but um, really at that point is when I started uh, paying more attention to my health, uh, specifically mental health, and then uh, really working on myself and helping other first responders out during that time uh, before I came on with O2X. So um, it's been a really passion of mine uh, trying to give back to our community uh, because when I was on the job, we, um, we just didn't have the programs that we have available to us now. Um, and it, I think it's just an easier space for us now to, to talk about different things and, and why we're doing different things uh, in a holistic manner. 
uh, of why we need to do the things we do around sleep and nutrition and and why we need to properly stretch and the and the and really taking care of what's going on uh, above our shoulders you know from the neck up of you know what's going on between our ears and and that's really the important thing and and at the end of the day is we work so hard for our careers 20 25 30 year plus uh and we need to enjoy that like you know we we work so hard to build all this time up and and this, you know pensions and whatnot but if we can't enjoy that with our family and our grandkids and our children and have a long healthy healthy life after the fact then um you know, I don't know. I question that, right? So, um, so that's really been my focus uh, of doing that. So, yeah, I'm just that's where I'm at. And how long have you been uh, here at O2X? So, I've been with O2X uh, about a year and a half now. I came on, um, I came on shortly after I went to an O2X workshop that was at my old uh, fire department, and they happened to be putting it on. I was invited to go through an organization, the Hunter Club in Arizona. Uh, connected that way through the work I was doing through my nonprofit and and simply just blown away by how they teach what they're teaching, the level of education that was being delivered by the subject matter experts. And and at that point, I'm like, all right, I need to reevaluate the direction I'm going. And and this would be a great opportunity because with my nonprofit, I only had the capability of of helping a small group at a time. And this would be Literally, I'd be able to help thousands of first responders and, and veterans and, and active military working, uh, you know, essentially from the West Coast uh, to the Mississippi as our area. So we're constantly on the road. We're, we're doing workshops, lots of training and education, uh, working within agencies, and, and it's having a tremendous impact. That So I know I'm in the right place for sure. You know that you went from a place where you paid little taxes and you moved to a state where you pay more taxes in your retirement, right? Just, just uh, want to be clear if you didn't do the math right on that one. Everyone's like, oh, you know, you everyone goes it the other way, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's 120 degrees in Phoenix. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a beautiful day here in San Diego today, yeah. that's for sure. Uh -huh. Even a bad day in San Diego is pretty solid. Uh -huh. That's what the uh, lifestyle tax is, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> right. it is. That's a... Uh, it is pretty funny though. The rest of us flee here. Mm -hmm. So, so tell us a little bit more about uh, O2X. Like, how did they get started? And um, I know that they tailor their program, so it's not like a cookie cutter approach. Mm -hmm. You've done a lot of stuff with fire, but I know you've been around because they do a lot of stuff with law enforcement as well. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, and not everywhere, but oftentimes, when we see wellness programs attached to it, it's not the approach that these folks are taking and what you guys take. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, background on the company, the company's been around for almost about 10 years now. Uh, the, the company was founded by three prior SEALs and they essentially took that human performance model that they had on the teams. Two of them were in development group and, and they had access to operational psychologists and physical therapists, athletic trainers, you know, all the things that would make up essentially a human performance team. But there was really, from my understanding, like no systematic approach to it. Uh, and so putting a systematic approach and function to this, um, they were able to really create this amazing program and it got kickstarted with, uh, essentially with Boston fire. Uh, they were asked to come in and evaluate, uh, some of the occupational health injuries that they were, that were, they were experiencing. And then through that discovery of going in and really kind of, you know, evaluating how they were doing things, you know, what kind of occupational health injuries they were having, they were finding, um, you know, all sorts of things, knee, hip, back, cardiac, cancers, uh, substance abuse, can, uh, 
I mean, all, all sorts of different things, sleep issues. And so from that, that's how essentially how the program really started uh, taking off and, and, and digging into like how we can put together a human performance program in, in a holistic fashion. So it's not just, you know, we're not doing everything high speed. In fact, most of everything that we do is meeting the people that may not have a program in place. So like a lot of specialized units will maybe have have more access to to tools and money and equipment, stuff like that. It's, you know, it's the underserved population where we're able to help like a major portion of a lot of these organizations we work with. Boston Fire, I mean, their first their first five days of the academy is, is O2X and they're going to learn about sleep and the importance of sleep and why we need to sleep. And we understand that like, hey, this this is shift work. And we, we know that guys aren't going to sleep. That's just the way it is. Um, but what are ways we can help optimize the sleep when we can get rest? Uh, how much caffeine should we be ingesting? You know, um, when, when should you stop <laughs> if yeah. you're going to get sleep? Exactly. The half-life of caffeine exactly. is monstrously yeah. long. Yeah. So, you know, we, you know, if you're working a third shift and you're, you know, you know, you want to try to get some rest when you get home to your point of like, Hey, we're going to stop drinking caffeine at I don't know, let's just call it three o'clock in the morning. And then when we're driving home, we're wearing sunglasses to try to activate the melatonin and just little tricks you can use to help you optimize your sleep when you get home. Um, same with nutrition. Like we're not trying to uh, bring a certain diet or anything like that. This isn't like paleo or anything like that. No, we're bringing science back information of like, you know, how much do you weigh? How much protein do you need? What are your goals? What are you trying to, you know, accomplish? Are you trying to lose weight, trying to build muscle? Like, so we can help you put, put on a program around what your needs are specifically around that. Um, injury prevention, it's a major, major thing, right? So that not only for, like for me personally, when I get hurt on the job, like that was the last thing I needed was to get hurt because what does that mean? You're going to light duty or you're confined to home or like, I want to be at the station. That's where I'm happy. Right. So that's where uh, the lazy boys are. <laughs> that's where the game box is. So <laughs> that's just straight, that's just jealousy. Topic. Uh, we, we offer the officers in the station all the time, give them Gatorades and now get out. Yeah. Um, get out. The spaghetti's now. You're letting all the cold air out. Um, <laughs> But, um, that's funny. I lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. I got you. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. But, um, so talking about diet, yeah, yeah what diet, are your goals? Uh, injury prevention side. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, having a plan around injury prevention, learning about how to properly stretch or how to take care of injuries immediately. It's like some of the greatest impact we've had within organization, uh, is when we, we have an integrated specialist program and that program, we will actually, uh, put a full-time O2X employee that is, that's they're, they're embedded, right? So city of Berkeley, uh, not too far from where you, where you worked, uh, we have a full-time strength conditioning coach and athletic trainer and, uh, they were just approved uh, actually today. We just found out that they'll be getting a mental performance coach and a nutritionist full-time. So they'll have a full human performance team uh, for the city of Berkeley, and which is outstanding. It's impressive. Um, yeah, so that'll be, uh, that's, uh, the two are, the original two are for the city and then the next two are, are that was through a fire department grant. So that'll be for the fire side, but um yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive to have all those tools available to you. But so now with that, they're able to like that little minor injury that you had, you, there's someone on site that can start working with it right away. Instead of like, oh, I have to go to occupational health, I'll work on it on my own or whatever you're going to try to figure out. Get but, the vans, you know, go yeah. to health, get the vans <laughs> yeah, it's not. in the, in the eight by 11 piece of paper and <laughs> says, do, do these it. at home. Yeah. Three yeah. times a day. Yeah. That's never going to happen. Um, right. 
And then, um, you know, and then the mental, the mental health side of things. So at O2X, we're eat, sweat, thrive. And that thrive piece makes up a lot of things that, you know, me personally, I ignored over the years, um, you know, the mental health side of things. And, and, you know, a lot of time, a, t- a stigma is attached to, you know, reaching out for help. And, and, you know, as we were discussing before we came on today of like, there's, there's just no way you can go do a solid career and come out Un, untouched, right? Like there's just no way the amount of things that we're going to see and do and just the wear and tear on our body. I mean, just physically, like there's just no way there's some, something you're going to have something. Right. So, um, and unfortunately, you know, we don't like to talk about the mental health of stuff. Right. So, you know, there it's, it's getting easier. I think so. Like when I was on the job, you probably didn't really want to talk about that. And I, and I touched about it when I retired, uh, when I retired, I was not thriving, you know, I was abusing alcohol. I was uh, probably 40 pounds heavier than I am now. Uh, I really just, I didn't think I would have an issue with, um, um, you know, identity afterwards. Like, cause I had another job and I was like, Hey, I got other things going on. And, um, and I'm like, you know, I'll be fine. I'm living in another city. I'm down by the beach. It's all good. But it caught me off guard. It'll sneak up on you. It seriously caught me off guard <laughs> and I wasn't ready for it. And, and, uh, it got to the point where I got down like super dark space and I was ready to check out and, um, but it was at that, it took for me to get to that point to finally seriously reach out and, and figure out, you know, how to, how am I going to correct this action? And for me, that was mindfulness meditation. And the thought of that, like prior to like, talking about that at the fire station, like it just wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't have done it. You know, it's like, it could be perceived as however you want to perceive it, but it, it saved my life. It saved my life. And it was the first time that I had ever found peace. Uh, I shouldn't say I ever found peace, but I experienced peace in, in many years. Uh, and it was such an impactful experience that I had at this retreat that I wanted to bring that forward to other first responders. You're like, hey, this is this is something else you can do to help calm your mind, you know, when things get a little crazy. And yeah, and I don't think you know how bad that really is. It's like boiling a frog. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. you don't know until you fix it. And then you're like, whoa, that was... It was way worse than I thought. Like, ooh, <laughs> way worse. I didn't know I could be this happy, right? <laughs> I didn't know I could be this happy and like chill out about stuff. Yeah, that's that is no joke. Yeah. yeah. So I like that approach because it's all of it in one shot, and there's mm-hmm. so much spotty information mm-hmm. on how to work those things together. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I know it's true in the fire services and in law enforcement. So you bro science it. Mm-hmm. You find one guy that you think is good mm-hmm. at diet and you do what he does. And then you ask another guy who's a heavy lifter mm-hmm. and then another guy who yeah. is Zen. You kind of figure <laughs> them all out. You know, yeah. You're like, oh, I'll just try and yeah. like, it's very rare that you get a holistic education on how these things work together. And yeah. then, yeah, I think that's one, I know that's one thing we do amazingly well is that it's all tied together. One piece is leading into the next. And it took me years after I retired to figure out that, you, it's a holistic approach. I have to do all of these things to be healthy. You know, if I'm not sleeping great, that's going to affect my energy level. Maybe I don't work out as much. And then, you know, essentially decision-making gets poor and then I'm eating stuff I shouldn't be eating. And, you know, I mean, it's just like this vicious loop and then you take away one of those things. I mean, it affects, it affects you. And, uh, so, you know, and now more than ever, I mean, there's so much information out there. There's so many studies out there that, uh, I mean, like there's, I should say there's no reason to be healthy, but I mean, it's an active choice now of like, you know what, I know that this has a detrimental effect on me and it's going to have a, 
it's going to have a, you know, yeah. effect like years down the road. Smoking. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like just say you're doing it, but don't, don't tell me that it doesn't have bad health effects. Like right. that's, that's yeah. long accepted, my friend. Yeah. Same. Sure. Yeah. And there's so much science behind it. You know, uh, I hate listening to Huberman because <laughs> he brings the data on alcohol and you're like, there's uh, no, there's no denying what that means. Yeah. That was Even if it has one. peanut butter in it, it's not good for you. <laughs> so uh, I had to throw that in ball. for Brent. Yep. There we go. Had to throw it in for Brent. <laughs> I did say I make fun of peanut butter and whiskey a lot, but I will absolutely accept Screwball as a sponsor for the podcast <laughs> and talk about how great it is. I don't have to talk about great it is. Brent will do it. But, yeah. Um, so what... What are some of the things you've learned? Because you 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 guys go all over the country, yes, and train all different kinds of agencies, mm-hmm. all walks of life, not just yes. special units, but yeah. <clears throat> everybody. What are some of the the things you've seen that we're doing well mm-hmm. in our community? And, and you and I talked about it. We're we're similar in age. Um, yeah. In the in that. When I started, you didn't talk about any of this. No. And guys would kill themselves. Yeah. Crash their cars. Yeah. Choir practice was the only form of therapy ever. And that's usually where more worse things happen yeah. and uh, cause problems, right? Uh-huh. And and we don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more open. Yeah. Um, but there's a line where we still don't talk about it, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. And, and you can't ignore the suicide rates. You can't ignore the heart attack rates, the organ failure. I mean, there's a reason right. why our pensions are so good because we don't live as long as the average human being. Yeah. So they're gambling. Facts. They'll pay right. you more because you're not going to live that long. Right. So those are all things that science has told us you can mm-hmm. fix. Yeah. And and uh, it's, it's human nature to say, hey, I know those are true, but they won't apply to me. Right. I'll beat the odds. Right. Right. And uh so what 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 have you seen that we are doing well as a first think, responder community? Yeah, I think uh, overall, uh, and I have seen a lot now over the last you know year and a half specifically traveling. And I mean, I'm, I'm traveling every week, meeting with different leadership. And uh, I think overall is is the the awareness and and action being taken that a, they're recognizing there's a situation or a problem, uh, and then how we're going to address it. And, and that comes on all different levels. So maybe it's, um, you know, we're standing up a peer support team and the, and that's a higher priority and, you know, it's okay. And, and, in recognizing, uh, that, that that's a route for some people that they need to take. Uh, there's, when I first retired and I had started, uh, my group, there was not a lot at that time. And now you would search, you would go search for responder mental wellness or something like that. I mean, all those different organizations have popped up, you know, over the last five years or six years or so, and which is fantastic. So there's so many more options available, whether they're through your city or organization or privately funded. There is absolutely things out there that that didn't exist several years ago. Um, you know, on the fire side, there, um, you know, there, I see it more and more. I see yoga happening at different academies. Uh, that's more, you know, that's just the way things are, uh, that's, that are trending that way. Um, more, more firefighters I see on social media uh, taking, uh, action around fitness of like, Hey, this is what we need to do. This is, you know, we, we have to train for what we're doing. You know, this is a lifestyle. Not just the mustache group. Yeah. <laughs> Not just no, the fire mustache. No, you have to be bigger than that mustache. <laughs> yeah. You got to support it. That's right. You got to support the stash. You got to do it. Um, you know, I, what I've seen, um, you know, some of the, the issues that have come up on the, on the, on the dark, not the dark side, but like is, is really, it has to come down from leadership. This has to come down from the top. I mean, the younger population of folks that are coming in, they're more open to talk about things. They're more open to do things. Like there's a greater 
they're just more open to do things. They're not as afraid, I should say, to let it all out. Um, and in myself included in this older population, like we're just kind of like raised in this and we, we maybe some of us in some ways I still kind of feel like I lack the heart and pass, but like, um, you know, maybe there was a reason for that. I'm sure there is, but, uh, it, there has to be, there has to be that leadership from the top down. You know, I, I, you know, I look at uh, the fire chief in Berkeley and, and what he's done for that organization. It's come from him and his passion to bring that to his membership. Like that's, that's going to carry, like the impact that's going to have over decades of, of firefighters that are going to go through that system. And, and, you know, it even, even that uh, translates into the police department over there, uh, that ripple effect between the officer, the firefighter to their spouses, to their children of like them just being healthier and being able to, I mean, that's, that's we don't know how, how big that ripple effect is going to be. Um, but also to like policy and, and also too, on the, on the other side of that is like, I don't think there's a police department that I've worked with in the last you know year and a half or so that has been fully staffed. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. there's Nobody severely is. understaffed. And so yeah. that looks like, all right, guys, we need everyone on the beat and healthy and working. Yeah. But yet you're overworked. I understand. Um, there's no time for you, for us to pay you to go through some type of physical fitness program or send you through here. If you want to do that, that's on your time. Um, most of the guys that I'm learning too, especially in California, don't even live in the state or the city or the country. I found out in some of these <laughs> organizations. Like, uh, I was like, wow. Montana is <laughs> part of the country, just so you know. I know a bunch of guys that fly out, fly into California to work. And yeah. They live in Montana, Wyoming, Idaho. Yeah. The yeah. free states is what we like to call them. Um, the free state. I know That's a couple good. of guys in Tennessee that fly back and uh -huh. work. But, and, and they think about how that affects, you yeah. know, yeah. them. They're not going to. Yeah, and we were always jealous that fire guys can put their yeah. station, you know, uh, out of service and mm -hmm. get their workout in yeah. and yeah. polish their boots and do right. all that. And cops right. just go ten eight, run through the drive through, and yeah, and go call the call. Yeah, and and that's, that's and they're starting to see agencies try to figure out ways where they can go. Hey, we're building in workout time. Right, like you, you got to come, you yeah. got to do something. Right. And trying to figure out, change that needle. Because the mm -hmm. math works, right? Like right. you said, you invest so much money in training somebody and equipping them. And you want them there for 20 years, say. Mm -hmm. And if you don't help them maintain themselves at work and at home, right. they're not going to make it. Right. And so they need to have, you know, healthy brain and life and sleep. Yeah. There's so much science on sleep. that uh, Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. And those guys, the guys that started this, and they get so much studies and information yeah. on sleep alone, right. let alone the nutrition and everything else. Yeah. That, that's another thing that we, we're seeing a lot of too, is that uh, the recruiting is people just don't want to do this job anymore. And maybe, hey, they're learning more about the sleep. And you know, like, like as a firefighter, everything part, every part of that job wants to kill you, like whether it's the fire or the exposures or the Whatever that we're doing, we're working on the side of a freeway, yeah. the lack of sleep, the, I mean, you name it. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, okay, it's like, I got my 20 days off a month. If you're not forced back to overtime, all right, I'm just going to sit here and drink myself to sleep. <laughs> I know. So I feel bad. 20 days off a month is so horrible to make you guys do that. You know, someone's got to do it. So. <laughs> and, and most, you know, in a lot of cities, you're, you're not getting that sleep at night. You know, no. you're waking up every 40 yeah. minutes, 20 yeah. minutes, going to a right. call. Right. Uh, in California, we call that hobo down. 
Mm. So hobo down. <laughs> Whenever fire guys would tease me about going to bed, I'll be uh, like, "Yeah, you're right when you get in I'll a REM be- cycle. I'm going to go find a transient, <laughs> and he's going to need medical attention. So keep talking, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can find a lot of hobos. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> That's but, hilarious. But it's the same thing, right? And yeah. so it, it would make sense. Leadership would invest in you because yeah. you're the the greatest resource to replace, right? Yeah. And not only that, but morally and ethically, like yeah. generally we hire people that are really young because mm-hmm. they're not smart enough to know what they're getting into. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we train them, right? <laughs> yeah. And and so we should educate them, right? We educate right. them on all the safety, on yeah. all the equipment, on decision-making, all the stuff you have to do. Let's educate them on how to take care of the one mm-hmm. thing they can't replace. And yep. that's their bodies, right. their mental health. Yep. And uh and we don't. Right. So yeah. Um, so we did talk about a little bit about things that are things we've done poorly, things that mm-hmm. or things that we're doing better. Mm-hmm. Have you seen um I think we talked about common sleep. You've seen some common um themes yeah. uh in your time. Yeah. And that's just that shift in in leadership slowly yeah of hey we got to do something about this yeah and a lot of times too we'll see we'll see a proactive member of the department uh depending whether that's pd or fire or even military units that we're working in of like you almost have to have someone that's passionate about it if it's not going to be in your leadership that can come forward and and more and often than not we're seeing like health and wellness committees being formed uh there's a lot of groups that are being formed but whether or not those committees get recognized and in, in with the process of doing things to get it passed or moved. Um, but, um, you know, the implementation of those things sometimes has to cut through a lot of red tape, you know, and to properly do it, I mean, it costs, there's a cost for sure, you know, but, um, the, uh, yeah, I totally lost my, you have to have, (laughs) you have to have somebody that is super passionate, right? Because the bureaucracy is not set up to make it easy to change anything. Right. And so right. you're going to have to have someone that cares, recognizes it and works through that bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not going to be a quick, and everybody yeah. knows that, right? Yeah. It's the same in the fire service. Yeah. Like here's the, something that we've been doing. It's not the right way to do it. We need, you know, we need all the handles on the lazy boys to go mm-hmm. on the left side, not the right side. Cause our arms I'm are trying hurt. to think. <laughs> so, what was uh, it on my right side? <laughs> <laughs> to see what my so, muscle uh, memory Just see your shoulder. Like, oh, oh yeah, it's this, it's right this shoulder. Um, it was my cold beverage in my left hand. But it's not set up to do that, right? So you got to have enough right. passion to, yeah. to push yeah. through and jump through all those hoops and right. get, and then get someone um, in a leadership role mm-hmm. that, that believes in what you're doing. Because yeah. they have the data. Like if you go oh, to an insurance company or you go to a risk management company, yeah. they have the algorithm. They know mm-hmm. exactly, hey, yeah. here's how many people are going to get hurt every year. Mm-hmm. Here's where it's spiking. Yeah. Um, my town went through a really huge wildfire, burned down a third of our town. Um, huge, you know, dramatic effect for everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, – and the colonel I was telling you about, Tim, mm-hmm. calls me up and he goes, hey, man, how's everybody doing? Yeah. And uh, it was in a lull. We were yeah. searching for bodies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I swear he was looking at us. He goes, let me guess. You're done doing all the emergency stuff. Now you're pulling security. They're turning on each other. They're fighting with people. They're mm-hmm. fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. They're they're fighting the public. Yeah. He goes, they're coming down. They think the job you gave them is dumb because it's no longer life-threatening. It's yeah. just normal stuff. Right. You need to keep them together. 
don't let them beat up anybody. Mm-hmm. They need to, you know, decompress. Yeah. And then he said, here's what's going to happen. In about a year and a half, your firefighters are sucking and having problems. They're going to start getting hurt more. They're going to have divorces. They're mm-hmm. going to have some issues. About three years, your cops are going to start doing that. And I go, well, what's the difference? Yeah. He immediately said cops are tougher than firemen. Now, um, but no, that's not what he, <laughs> what he What he said was, hey, fire guys are going to sit around a little bit and it's going to hit them quicker. You guys are used to mm-hmm. being more dysfunctional than them mm. because you, you don't sit around. You're, you're separate. Yeah. Like you go out, you're in your cars, yep. you're used 100%. to just going to the next call. Yeah. And so what happens is you have a skill set of pushing that aside and it takes longer. Mm-hmm. But when it hits you, it impacts you even more. Mm-hmm. You go, so you're going to see the stagger. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. I, 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 I hate to say this, but I'm like, I don't know if he really knows what he's talking about about this. I'm going to tell you right now, nothing that man said to me was ever wrong. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. yeah um, I, I used to think about that often because we would drive away from a horrible whatever it was. And there's four of us on the truck. And it immediately began the debrief right there. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, the officer's riding alone and that's it. Now he's got to sit with that. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that sucks. Because yeah. we have that automatic... Right there. Yeah. And happening. we were in it together. Yeah. And we can yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, he was right, by the way. Yeah. Exactly. I have a, a good buddy who's a leader in, the, in our fire department. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and we talked about a year and a half later. It's like, hey, here's what's going on. How about you guys? I'm like, yeah. wow, this is kind of what I'm seeing. And then, yeah. um, man, he was right. Yeah. And, uh, thankfully, city leadership was like, hey, we got to, mm-hmm. we didn't do this very good. We got to do better. Yeah. Um, and so they, they kind of tried wrapping their heads around that a little bit. You know, and that's, I mean, just rewinding a little bit here, but like, you know, on the, on the, as far as like city perspective on this stuff, like we, we are able to show the cost savings benefit for all these integrated specialist programs that we have that we're like, Hey, if you can see that this upfront cost is going to save you three to five X on the back end. I mean, just, I mean, like a knee injury is essentially could pay for a program, one knee injury. Yeah. So we could prevent 10 knee, 10 knee injuries, you know, I mean, it's just like being us to be able to show that cost savings analysis. And that's really too why O2X has been able to grow the way we've been doing in a lot of the federal agencies that we've just, we've had to provide this, these, this data. And so we've done a great job collecting data and, and, and that's really, you know, where we're able to set ourselves apart from, from other companies delivering this. And you've worked with a variety of very large agencies. Yes. So we are in uh, essentially every three-letter agency. Uh, we have large contracts with the DOJ and DOD, DOE, um, Army, obviously, and DOD. And then uh, we're probably working with 130 different fire departments at least. Um, we uh, we just started a new program with West Palm Beach sheriffs and, uh, and then Arlington PD, and we're, we're, I would say that more now than ever within the, the law enforcement um, realm that we're, we're getting more of the mental performance piece. Uh, and, and so we look at that as like the certified mental performance coach and, and it's more of like a, a proactive way to start implementing ways to help deal with situations like how let's start mentally prepping you for a high stress call for a, a traffic stop for something to that effect. And then if there is that high stress call, immediately there's mental professional, mental professional right there with you to help work you through that, work the team through that. A lot of agencies now have peer support or different you know groups that are available if that's required. Um, but it's like 
building like you know like when we work out we work out for a reason or for whatever that may be we're training for something i mean it's the same thing we're going to do with the mental performance so you know instead of having i mean it's great we're going to need the after effect we're going to need that operational psychologist we're going to need that person if it's available to us um but maybe we don't have maybe it doesn't have to go to that extreme we can use the yeah. tools. Now we're prepping our mind. We're training our mind to work through that. So, um, so that's where we're getting a lot of ask for um, within the police department. So. Well, because we're doing a horrible. You, there's some things you can't fix, mm-hmm. right? Like, like that's uh, the whole thing is focused on repairing, not mm-hmm. preventing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, honestly, all. we're killing ourselves. So, oh, yeah. So that's- they're like, oh, I guess we better do something. And yeah. in California, and and. Federally, I know there's a huge focus on funding mm-hmm. yeah. for when they say wellness, their funding is, hey, we need to figure out what's going on with our veterans and first responders. And I know there's a couple of bills sitting in the house that have been sitting there for like two years Yeah, that everyone's kind of waiting to get well, passed. One, uh, just passed for California and it was essentially it's $50 million for law officer uh, uh, health and wellness. And so departments are just, they're getting large checks for health and wellness programs, which is Fantastic. And from my understanding that the national health and wellness program is like 9 million and this was 50 million, which crazy. It doesn't really line yeah. up, right? No, no. <laughs> you really so. want to talk about the California budget? <laughs> nope. <laughs> At least we'll take I'm not a yes, I'll stay we'll, in my bro. We'll take that. We'll take that as a uh but no, that's a, a win good, for a the agencies. Yeah, yeah, like a, a massive win for these agencies to be able to implement programs and, and get training and education, uh, you know, around mental wellness and physical wellness. But, um, yeah. So, so you guys kind of have a scalable program yeah, absolutely. where the yeah. Cadillac is, you kind of put somebody in Correct. the department full time yeah, and they manage these programs, which are kind of a combination of education ahead of time, maintenance, mm-hmm. and then dealing with anything that might happen. And that's not just uh, physical but mental, yeah. nutrition, correct. sleep, yeah. the whole the whole kind of package. Yeah, so that would be correct. So the the integrated specialist program uh, is where, like I said, we see the greatest impact, and and you know how how we're able to measure all that. So, um, you know, that could look like an athletic trainer, strength conditioning coach, physical therapist. Uh, you know, DC Fire they have a, a strength conditioning coach, athletic trainer. Uh, physical therapist, uh, a nutritionist. And so they're able to have this one team essentially that, that works within the, the, the stations. Uh, and like I said, in Berkeley, we have that athletic trainer, strength and conditioning coach, Jackson, Gary. Um, I mean, they're doing amazing work out there. So Gary, uh, you know, he'll be running the Academy, uh, uh, strength conditioning programs. He frees up space for, you know, the cadre there to, to focus on, you know, that specific training and not have to worry about that and provides consistency, uh, you know, from one Academy to the next. Cause when I was on the job, it was like, Hey, this guy's a marathon guy, this guy's a CrossFit guy. And like, it would change no matter what the Academy was. Right. So there was no real consistency on the physical education side. And then it's like, we don't have to like destroy these kids uh, coming through like let's try not to hurt them they're expensive we need them on the line you know it's like we're yeah, short staff yeah like let's prepare them we're, but we're not, paying a lot over time break but, them yeah so so we could use you know berkeley as an example of having the strength conditioning coach athletic trainer so our, our athletic trainer jack she's stationed down at the um at the traffic division at, in berkeley and she has an office there tables there officers can go into her 
uh, facility there, make an appointment, get worked on. And then if she's working with fire uh, certain days a week, she's able to bring her table to the different stations and, uh, you know, and work on individuals there, uh, you know, so they don't have to go on their days off. They don't have to go out of service and be able to, to be flexible there. But, um, you know, and, and then all of our, um, all of our clients come have access to our, our mobile application and, and our app is, is pretty robust. So we're going to have all the workouts on there. We're going to have nutrition. We're going to have recipes. We're going to have, um, meditations on there, yoga, sleep tools. There's a pretty robust, uh, uh, human performance application that we have. Um, but one of the greatest features on that is this ask the expert feature. So even though we have an athletic trainer and a strength conditioning coach there, if you were, uh, an officer or firefighter in the city of Berkeley, you would be, have access to this and say, like, Hey, I need a nutrition plan. You can go on the app, ask the expert, and then a nutrition plan can be generated for you to go, uh, be, have that implemented. Or you have a question about mental performance or sleep, ask one of our neuroscientists. So it's like, you have that, uh, we have 350 of these subject matter experts that, uh, that are work with us across the country. And, um, and so that's, it's not just confined to them. And so, and, and then you get the whole support of the O2X team. Uh, so we have client service managers and, and directors that are, you know, consistently yeah, you, there. If you jump on the website and you see the staff <laughs> and the staff yeah. bios there, there's nobody winging it in there. No, no <laughs> one's winging it. And I'll, I'll get to me. I'm like, huh, huh. Is there any, <laughs> I guess yeah. I belong here. There's uh, a, we joke about a byproduct of, you know, you, you need to swim with fish that are a little faster than you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So surround yourself with people that challenge you and make you better. Yeah. The problem is they don't talk about is when you do that, you feel bad about yourself a lot. <laughs> I'm like, man, I love this guy. He really makes me better. I feel bad about myself. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, the guys in my office were prior team guys and it's like, all right, what do you guys have? You know? Um, but it's, it's good. I mean, they I can't I, make spaghetti like you can, man. A good no. meatball. <laughs> I'll cook these guys any day of the week. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, um, it's really fantastic when we're able to, to get in there and, and showcase what we can do within the agency. And then every program, every agency that we've been in, that we've established the integrated specialist program, we haven't lost any of them and they've only grown. So they will start off with like a, you know, most of these things will start off with like a one day workshop or two day workshop, and then they'll grow into one integrated specialist program or, you know, integrated specialist program with one on site specialist. And then those will grow. And then because the, from, it, now we're starting like improved uh, retention, uh, improved morale. Um, you know, recruitment's a big thing now. So it's like, hey, um, God, I don't know what the example would be, but like, let's just say City of Berkeley, for example. Um, hey, they have a full human performance program there, uh, or the city next to them. Uh, I don't know, but like they do not. Uh, I'm going to take option A because. Wow, why wouldn't I? Like you get they a personal have, coach. Yeah, I for mean, everything. They, they they essentially have um, what a professional sports team would have uh, catering. Because I mean, we we you know we consider ourselves tactical athletes, and and we're going to get hurt, we're going to get broke, and um, you know we need these we need the tools to do our job, and this is how we're able to do it. Um, but the uh, but the training and education. So back to Berkeley again. Uh, so the, their fire and PD they each get nine training days uh, a year. Uh, as part of their contract and and those training days so if anyone's been to an o2x workshop they're going to experience all of that training what someone would get in like a two or three day workshop but spread out over the year so whether that's part of their quarterly training for our block here or there just depends on you know obviously the, the organization mm -hmm. yeah yeah so and then um 
so we're, we're currently working on getting the um, California Post credits for sort of some of those that training, and um, like we do, we have it in Arizona. We're able to do that, and, and other states um, that we're able to offer that. Uh, and then also like you know, um, uh, different like strength conditioning coach uh, type of level stuff training. I can't think of it offhand, but uh, anyhow, yeah, you get your certifications, yeah. your different yeah. level yeah, one, two, your CEs, and yeah. you know, keep up with that. But so they're going to get um, injury prevention. They're going to get the nutrition. They're going to get the sleep. Um, they're going to get the high stress jobs class. And, and then, you know, I'll touch again on, so our subject matter experts that we bring in that blew my socks off when I went through the first one at, at, at my old department was these individuals have dedicated their lives to what they're teaching, right? So our operational psychologist, we use a lot. Um, he's embedded with, with the group one SEAL team here. Um, and, you know, essentially he's our, he's our contract employee that we hire to come in and teach this specific class. So, you know, his, his day job, his full job is working in this environment. He's a professional. He's went to school. He's a doctor. He's like, this is, He didn't this take is a two-hour seminar no, to talk go, to cops and firemen. <laughs> yeah. Like, go, hey, guys, uh, so I'm a... I'm yeah. a family therapist and I took this course. <laughs> I'm culturally competent, I swear. To, I want to talk to you guys about... Uh, being a tactical athlete, yeah, it, which is an abused term, but I'm glad you brought it up because you really have to look at it that way. You're going to do short bursts of really intense things yeah. that have long lasting impacts on your body and, yeah. your, and your mind. Yeah. And and you might not notice mm -hmm. um, a lot of those impacts unless they're catastrophic until, yeah. Yeah. until they are catastrophic right. down the road. Right. You know? And yeah. so um, I think I know who you're talking about and that's, one of the smartest dudes I've ever talked to. I, I love talking to that guy. I yeah. literally, I, like, I still have his card in my back right yeah. now. Because yeah. I'm just like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you someday with some weird stuff that I he, need help with. He's a man. That, yeah, I, I, yeah I, when I'm able to hit a workshop or, and be there, um, I always walk away with something. I always walk away. There's always there's so much knowledge and 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 because they're working currently working in the field at the highest level, they're up to date on the latest data and science all around it. Um, you know, one of our sleep scientists, she has a lab up in Cal Poly, or sleep labs up there. Her side job, she's a 49ers cheerleader. You know, it's like these these are the caliber of folks. So I get to learn from them every time they're in town, or um, you know, there's there's so much stuff that I can always catch up yeah. on right like hey what do you think about this or that or how would you approach this situation and and so those those are the people that are available on our app as subject matter experts so if you have a nutrition question or that sleep question odds are i may get farmed out to to our subject matter expert that from cal poly you know and and so um you know we you're talking to the person who wrote the book or who's published or you know to that effect and that's you know back you know, a model we see a lot in the fire service is the train the trainer model. And, uh, you know, that was O2X early on, tried that with an organization and um, it just didn't work. And I've seen it now personally through my years of it being in the fire service, like it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Eventually it'll fade away and go away. Um, you, know, I can't, you can't send me to an eight hour, eight hour class on mental performance and then expect me to go and deliver this information to <laughs> the masses. But that's what uh, we do, right? And then worse, we never we send you to any reoccurring training. <laughs> like, no. right? Like, didn't you take that class 10 years ago? You need to yeah. teach it. I'm like, what? Yeah. 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 You're not, I'm not yeah. up to date on it. I'm, and, and me, you know, it's a, it's a cost effective model, but it's not a long lasting model and you're not going to get consistent results 
providing that. You know, you, we do we do need to invest in our people and our education and and how we're delivering things. If we're serious about, I mean, I granted times are weird right now with like people being forced back to work. But if it was if we were if you just worked the hours you were supposed to work, you know, originally, right? You know, you're you're at home two thirds of that time. Um, so what are things you can for be firemen, do? two thirds for firemen, <laughs> two thirds of that time for firemen. All right. Let's just say half the time. If you're a police officer, if you're a second responder, now that I'm a third responder, um, but, um, but yeah, you want to be healthy for your family. You want to be there for your kids and you want to be present with your kids. I mean, I can't think of how many times I wasn't present, even though I was sitting in the same room with them, oh, maybe man. reminiscing about something and thinking about how I should have done something differently or, or whatever it may be. Um, you know, and then, you know, I think, I don't know if we hit on it, but I know we talked about it before about, you know, how many people die after they retire. Like it's a proven statistic of like two to three years, whatever it is, like it's a large percentage of people that die, whether that's, I mean, heart disease or cancers. And I've personally lost friends to occupational health cancer, um, lost friends to suicide, substance abuse, I mean, these are real things. And, and you mentioned it like, oh, I won't be the one. That shit ain't up to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We recognize the data, but it doesn't apply to us. Yeah, that's somebody exactly. else. That's for somebody else. I'm going to beat the odds. Yeah. Yeah, and that not everybody. And we all know somebody, you know, that's had that. The yeah. other thing I wanted to mention that you have um, is that you also have, you have a book. They yeah. have a book that kind of yeah. outlines those programs if you yeah. want to kind of learn more. Yeah. Um, it talks about the eat, sweat, thrive and yeah. nutrition and mm -hmm. injury prevention and uh, the, like we keep saying over and over again, the physiological impact of stress. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I did, uh, I can't remember how long ago you and I met, um, talking about stuff yeah. probably a year or so ago. Yeah. And um, so I asked, I go, hey man, like what, what are these guys about? I'm like, they legit? And yeah. a couple of people are like, hey man, I know those guys. And yeah. I'm like, well, what do you think? He's like, look, man. Everybody gets results. If you just suspend your disbelief long enough and and pay attention, even if you don't do everything they say, you only do a quarter what they say, mm -hmm. you get results and then you're in. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that I didn't tell you that. And you brought up, hey, once people get started, they don't they don't quit yeah. because they see the results. Yeah, exactly. And I have a book right here for if you don't have one. So oh. make sure you leave with one. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, and it's all just about human performance for, yeah. for tactical athletes yep. and, and, uh, the special operations community mm -hmm. gets the best of the best in the yes. country. Yep. And they also have tried stuff, mm -hmm. you know, that worked and didn't work. Yeah. Um, and they have the data behind the, you know, the performance to, mm -hmm. to support, Hey, look, this isn't, we're not selling you some weird gimmick thing. No. You're not going to do six jumping jacks and be 6% body fat no. and take this pill. Like we're going to show yeah. you where the science is and the data yeah. and real life people that do high stress, yeah. high risk jobs mm -hmm. and how you can survive that yeah. and still go out and do all the other stuff when you're done your career. Yeah. That, I mean, our, our, uh, our, our uh, thing we preach at O2X is 1% better every day. And, it, and it's just about making those small incremental changes over time will have massive impact at the end. Right. And so, you know, when we teach in, in our classes, you know, we, let's say you drink three monsters a day, drink two monsters a day, drink one, whatever it is, like 
you can make a small 1% change in whatever you're doing that will have a ripple effect down the road. And then you just continually improve on that. So, and, and that's the thing, like nothing's going to happen overnight. There's no way that you're going to, you know, wake up with a six pack cause you did a sit up. I wish. <laughs> yeah. <all> right. <laughs> My ab wishes, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's a long, it's a long thing. And so the, the book is a great reference tool that, so when we provide a workshop, all of our clients, everyone gets a book, uh, as well as the app, but the book is a great tool to, to always go back and reference to, we're going to have all the calculations in there for the proteins and carbohydrates and fats and, you know, and then talk about sleep and, and then there's different warm up routines in there and, and, you know, there's all sorts of stuff. So the book, I think you can actually buy that on like Amazon or something. Oh, can you? Um, I didn't look yet. You can and, order it on the website. Yep. There you go. Uh, that's a good place. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the app you can download too. Uh, um, I know that's available for purchase, uh, as well monthly, but, um, but when we do a workshop, you know, that, that all that stuff's included in that. And, and, you know, like I said, it comes with all the reach back support from all that stuff. And so generally if people want to learn more, they can go to o2x.com, yes. but you travel all over the country. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, offices in the east and west coast yes and travel everywhere in between yep and so regionally um there's probably somebody in your area of operation that's doing something nearby enough you can get to it and check it out or talk to somebody yeah and uh and and see what see what they can do for you and the reason why i asked to uh come on here and, and it's not to make it sound like a commercial but this isn't we're not doing this right as a profession right and and if you do survive this profession and you do your 20, 30 plus mm-hmm. years, you, you, you don't leave without a mark. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of like uh, in the military, you join the military and they give you a, they're supposed to give you a little speech about how to manage your money. Right. But what all cops, firemen, military guys do. <laughs> See my truck. And yep, everybody's there. got a brand new truck. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, you're a veteran when your truck's not new anymore. Right. You're like, where's your truck? I lost it in the divorce. And, uh, <laughs> And then, you know, that's when you truly become a first responder. So same in the military. And, and you got to look at it like that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, imagine if you had done that stuff when you were young, how much yeah. better your life would be now. Right. You know, not just 100%. physically, financially, yeah. but your relationships and all that stuff. And so yeah. I knew that uh, I know some folks that have done that and involved mm-hmm. in your program. And mm-hmm. so I really wanted to kind of talk about it because – even if your department doesn't do this, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you can do on your own. And 100%. maybe you're the one that yeah. you know, institutes that change. And yep. especially with grants and the data that supports this. Yes. It's, uh, I'm not, we all have worked, you've worked in the same profession as me. Yeah. Uh, lots of people will look at the data and ignore it because it costs them money in the short term. But right, right. The right thing to do right. in the long term thing. You know, yeah. will save money and people's people's lives. So, yeah. yeah, starting this early in the academies, you know, and it just gets you know five, ten years from now, if this just started in the academy today, and then everyone at that point goes through some type of human performance training of learning and all the things we just discussed, like that'll have a huge impact on that department, huge yeah. impact, and culturally, yes. Financially, yeah. yeah, you'll you'll see people stay. Mm-hmm. You won't have a thirty-year workforce side on injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. that's just devastating. Yeah. Everybody that uh, I would say that every, everybody at O two X is a practitioner of of what we're doing, and everyone that's here is like every. It's almost kind of funny because we're all like we're home, 
we're home. Yeah. Like, even though my partners are part of team guys, I'm a fire guy, but it's like, but we're all like of the same cut. Same tribe. Yeah. And it's like just being around each other and we know that what we're doing is all for the right reasons. Like we're all here for the right reasons. And, and that's what makes this place so great. Cause it's like, we know the impact it's having. And then, um, the feedback, I love reading the feedback reports after workshops because it's just every time it's so consistent across the board, it's high ranking stars. And it. it's just like best training I ever had, uh, changed my life. I mean, it's just nonstop. And then the programs that we have in place, like there's so many cool stories coming out of like, like DC, we've had the longest program running there. Um, like the return to work program there, like dads being able to throw the ball with their kid, guys that were going to be forced to medically retire that are able to return to the truck, like working, having that onsite team there. Like it's, it's just one after another, after another, after another of all these like amazing stories of, uh, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like We're changing lives, seriously yeah. changing right. lives. And, uh, God, I, I just can't imagine myself being anywhere else. Um, yeah. So good. Yeah. You're well, you're surrounded by some pretty good folks. Just yeah. so you know, I didn't want to say this, but I feel like we really have a good relationship. I brought six McDonald's French fries and put them all in different <laughs> trash cans in the office building so that you guys would turn on each other tomorrow <laughs> and find out who ate, out who ate French fries. <laughs> Who's eating the French fries? Hey, there's an in and out right down the street. <laughs> that thing gets abused a lot. Fight first responder It's 1% diabetes. better, you know? 1%. That's right. <laughs> I just won't eat all the French fries. You know what, though, man? That's so true. How many times have you gone on a really strict physical program or training Mm -hmm. for a, you know, marathon or something and, or diet where you just go all in yeah and you can't sustain it. No. Very few people can sustain. Some people do, but whereas if you just consistently do a little bit better. Yeah. 80% of the time, if I'm doing what I need to be doing, then the rest will work itself out. I, I like that. Yeah. So. All right. All well, good. hey, thank you for, uh, yeah. for letting me, uh, invade your day. Of course. And, uh, if you want to learn more, go to, uh, o2x.com. We're going to put uh, John's personal cell phone number on the website. You can call 24 hours a day. Anytime. I promise <laughs> I won't answer. <laughs> uh, well, he can. He's sleeping. <laughs> it's, in uh, my, it's in my DNA as a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. For more information about O2X, please visit their website, o2x.com, and take a listen to their podcast, the O2X Tactical Performance Podcast on the platform of your choice. Thank you for listening to the Cato Podcast. To become a member of Cato, check out our website at catotraining.org. If you have a topic suggestion, please send them to podcast at catotraining.org. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend and rate us on the platform of your choice. 